Welcome to I Got Gas, a podcast about a millennial and her grandpa. I'm Vanessa. And I'm Ernest. We come from the same roots, but our family tree is big and loud. No matter what the generation, we always have a great time with laughs, tears, and amazing conversations. Now we're going to share some of those conversations with you. That's right. Being born in Memphis, Tennessee during the 1950s is a whole different world than being born in the 1990s. One thing that's the same is our love for travel, food, and family peace. Welcome to another episode of I Got Gas. Hi, Grandpa. Hey, how you doing? Good. We're <laughs> in two different places today. Yeah, how about that? Raleigh and Fayetteville. Yeah, I'm at Shanita's house, your youngest. Oh, I tell you, this modern technology is something else. Isn't that cool? Yeah, it's cool. I like that. See, that's, that's why I wanted to do it when, when I was in LA, too, because we could do it digitally. Right. But I'm kind of glad we started in person so we could learn right. how to get it right. Yeah. yeah. Hey, it looks like y'all got it. We're working on it for sure. How was your week? Eh, about normal. Did you do did you do anything? <laughs> good. It was good. Overall. Just a busy bee? Uh no. A lot of errands. Okay, that's good. At least you're staying active. Yeah, and that's good. I was at some time I feel like too active, but uh that's all right. okay. Um well then that's what you get your naps for, you know? Yeah, speaking of naps. <laughs> <laughs> do you need a nap now? <laughs> it's actually lunchtime. I'm having, it's probably hunger pains instead of sleeping desires. <laughs> okay. Well, I understand that. I also got up a little late today because I was so tired. But I can only mm. imagine with your errand running how busy that gets. It does. It does. But, you know, it keeps me busy. What can I say? Yeah, I get that. <laughs> what would I do if without them? <laughs> yes. We definitely yeah. we definitely keep you keep you running around. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. We're walking in the morning. Uh, it used to energize me, but now it kind of slows me down a little bit. So I have to do exercises with the walking. Yeah. So you, you walk you walk at four o'clock in the morning every day. Well, it's been changed to five. So oh, OK. <laughs> but I mean, you're it's like clockwork for you. Like you guys go out there and you walk every day. I can't think of a day that you guys haven't done that. You said 17 years, right? Except Sunday. Yeah. Except Sundays. Oh, yeah. Except Sundays. But even on Sunday, sometimes I go, if I really, really feel the need to get out the house and get some fresh air, I even go on Sundays. Wow. That's very impressive. Most of the time, that's by myself. I don't I don't wake anybody up and say, hey, come on, let's go walk. <laughs> oh, you're not waking me up. But I'm glad. <laughs> no, I'm talking about the guys. Oh, yeah, I know. Guys, I'm, saying, I, I, I wouldn't, I'm not volunteering. Come on. Um... We can do it digitally. <laughs> I think I did it. I think I did it one time a long time ago, like when I was in elementary school. Yeah, I don't. Because I, I remember know. walking with you, and you were talking with the dogs. I think I went like one or two times with you. I was like, I'm yeah. gonna go with you, Grandpa. Yeah, yeah. Everybody did once upon a time. It's a, it's a long walk. I mean, it's early. Even even Zalen went with me. You, I can Zalen went about four times. Then he starts saying, "Not this morning." <laughs> like, no more, no more. <laughs> Marky said, "Uh, uh-uh. uh, uh-uh. come on, Marky." Uh-uh. I said, "Okay, going back to sleep." Um, it's really interesting you mentioned that because uh, our topic today is going to kind of be a reason why you do that. Um, but first, um, let's get into our popcorn. All right, where we're going to share a snack. 
Um, we got Cheez-Its and beef jerky today. Yeah, I'm looking at that. You like that? Yeah, that beef jerky smells good. Too. Okay, which one? Do we, which one are we eating first? I guess the cheeses. Okay, I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm not a fan of cheeses. I've already started, huh? Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> ASMR. Mmm. I really don't like cheeses. Hmm? I don't like cheeses. Oh, just like powdered cheese. Yeah, I guess. Um, I like it when they're fresh. Of course, you don't know. When you buy from the store, how fresh they are. I was like, how do you know they're fresh? When I eat them. Because it's just, it's like real cheese. It's amazing. It's like real cheese. But once it gets a little age on it, I don't know how long it takes, but it's, it's like it is now. It's kind of powdery. Mm-hmm. So what, what I do is I eat a lot of them. <laughs> so one at a time, you know, I get about five or six. <laughs> And try to boost the flavor a little bit. Mm-mm. I've only had two and I'm done. I'm good. Or get some cheese to go with it. You want cheese on Cheez-Its? Cheese on Cheez-Its. Oh, you know, they have that video of people using the spray cheese, you know, the canned cheese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what do these call that? I also don't like that. Ugh. Some kind of whip, yeah. You eat that? Have you eaten that? I don't like that because that was very, that's very uh, milky. Yeah, it's like Velveeta. Yeah, yeah, it's milk. Uh, real cheese, either get some some smoked cheese or some um, gouda. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? A uh, hook cheese. What cheese? That's hook. H o o k. Oh, that's, that's old cheese that we used to eat um, as children. It's, it's it's got a nice sharp taste to it. Oh, hook cheese is cheddar. Yeah, I think it is cheddar, but we call it hook. Oh, that's a br- oh, it's a it's a brand. No, no, no. Mm, you didn't even have a name that I know of. No, no. Uh, it comes in. You can you can buy it with the the wax on it. Mm-hmm. It's red, and it's and you know it's it's like peeling it peel it off and eat the cheese. I feel like I should know that. Oh, hoop cheese. Who hoop like basketball hoop? Oh, is that right? Is that the real name of it? Yeah, because I, I look. Yeah, it's it's um it's the southern, it's traditional cow's milk cheese common in the south mm-hmm. to the mid 1900s. Yeah, it's hoop hoop with the with a p. It's got the um, uh, red ring cheese on it. Right. Yeah, because the waxy coating. So I've been calling it wrong all my life, huh? <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to change it. There is a brand called Hooks <laughs> Cheese. That's why I got confused. But yeah, there. Okay. Yeah, this is a thing. Hoop cheese is a thing you're talking about. Okay. Well, <laughs> it's good, especially with vanilla wafers. <clears throat> I just have to catch my breath when something go down the wrong path. So that cheese powder. <laughs> that cheese. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's good with um, vanilla wafers. That's what I first I was exposed to. Uh, what you call it? Hoop. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've always called it hook. So that's that's what. It is. Interesting. I wonder. I wonder if you're. I'm, I'm sure you're not alone. No, I'm not. Because I know even even people that are I, you know I, I I've never met before, but here in Fayetteville, I call it hook cheese, mm-hmm. and they know exactly what I'm talking about. Huh. Yeah. I wonder what I have to look. I'm gonna have to look up the history as to how that language got changed. Yeah. Stay tuned. Yeah, well, you know, it all depends on when it all started. Because 
True. You know, um, I mean, yeah, language might, travels. Might have been my grandparents or they they grand their great grandparents or whatever. Right. We we all, all, always called it hook cheese. Hmm. Okay, I'm gonna have to look that up. Yeah, for sure to see like when did it get changed over. It doesn't matter as long as they keep making it. <laughs> I'm down for that. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't worry about it. Okay, let's try the jerky. It's just beef jerky. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. It's good. Mm. Mm-hmm. We're a carnivore family though, so now Major was saying that this wasn't going to be good because it's original. Well, this is pretty good. Why is that? Uh, I think she likes teriyaki. I think she's a teriyaki person. Oh, okay. But this is okay. pretty good. They're very close. I mean, this could almost be teriyaki. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> I was like, this isn't too far away from teriyaki. Yeah. Mm-mm. It's so tender. Mm. Yeah, you can eat more <clears throat> faster <laughs> when it's tender. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I've had like turkey jerky and like chicken jerky. Yeah, I haven't had either one of those. Always been beef. I've had um, ostrich jerky. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I've had um, mostly beef. I had buffalo jerky when I was in uh, South Dakota, and um, I was deer jerky. That's why I was fine. Mm, yeah, deer jerky. I think I've had that too. That was good. Um, you you made you guys make a lot of jerkies in Memphis though, just because y'all smoking so many meats and stuff, right? <laughs> I thought you were gonna say because we smoke, but <laughs> <laughs> I didn't make it. We didn't make it. I mean, but we you know we bought it at the store. They, you know, they sold a lot of it. But it's, I mean, it's just like, it's expensive now. It's just almost like uh, buying a steak. Yeah, it's like $8 <laughs> for a bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not crazy. I used to think it was a cheap snack. I was like, oh, I'm going to get some jerky like the gas station. I did too. Yeah, because that's where you always got it. Mm-hmm. It's at the gas station. But now it's everywhere. I mean, you, mm-hmm. any store you any store you go into, you got jerky in. And it's in the snack section. <laughs> yeah, and they've got tons of different flavors and different meats. Yeah. I had a cherry lime jerky once, like a cherry lime chicken jerky. Hmm. That was really good. Yeah. I don't ever recall having a chicken jerky. Okay, I'll have to bring you some then. Yeah. Beef, beer. It's much lighter. I'm sure it is. Yeah. Probably not as tough. I don't remember it being too tough, but I also don't remember it being too tender. Yeah. I think I personally think chicken probably might be a little tougher just because um, the texture. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, because thing about chicken, if you cook it, if I cook my chicken to that texture, it'll be tough. Mm-hmm. It'll be, right. It'll be tough. It'll be overdone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because so. beef has got a lot more tenderness to, to kind of mm-hmm. really dehydrate it. You're right. Um, I don't remember it being more tender than regular jerky. Right. Um. So what's your cooking tip today? Oh my god, I forgot. Let's see. <laughs> let me look on my let me let me look on my reminder phone. <laughs> <laughs> you have a reminder phone and a cell phone? Well, it's the same thing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, what is a reminder phone? <laughs> yeah, it's a reminder phone. <laughs> but I was looking at um uh roast beef and when my mom and my grandmother cooked it, they didn't they didn't marinate it. Marinate what? Roast beef? Roast beef, yeah. I think they call it pot roast mostly. I I was almost I was always um surprised how 
Well, she, neither one of them alive now, so they can't get on me. <laughs> How, um, my mom's was different from my grandmother's, even though my grandmother taught my mom how to cook, I'm sure. But my mom's uh, beef was always, well, it wasn't always, but, but for the most part, it was, it was um, tough. They looked the same. Yeah. They looked the same when they were finished, you know, but uh, when you, of course, when you eat it, <laughs> hurt my mom's was, was tough. Mm. You know, it's one of those, you know, you had to, you know, like chewing gum. Oh, it was like over, almost like overdone. <laughs> yeah, but my my uh, grandmother cooked hers, and I thought, thought about it. It was, she cooked hers with carrots. Okay. And, uh, and carrots are a natural tenderizer. Mm-hmm. And my mom... Uh, didn't put uh, carrots in hers because she didn't like them, I guess. <laughs> or either my daddy didn't like them. But when you cook them with carrots, a whole lot of carrots, you don't have to eat them, you know, but but to have them in your 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 your, your pot with the with the um with the beef, uh they were it was a lot tender. Mm-hmm. You really didn't have to have a knife, you know, uh, with my mom's beef, I had to have a knife to cut. <laughs> but my grandmother would, would have hers. You could take a fork and just, you know, oh, it fall right off. use a fork and fall right off, you know, and, and, and uh, you know, it would, it would uh, I guess you can say tear. And that one thing I liked about carrots is that it was also, not just a tenderizer, but it was a sweetener. It, it would make it. I do not like carrots. I don't. Well, I don't like cooked carrots. Yeah, yeah, but Cause it, yeah, because it gets sweet like that. It I gets can't sweet, do it. Yeah, and but I, I mean, I can just sit up and eat. I eat the carrots out. Eat the beef. You know, throw some cornbread in the uh, in the broth mm. left over. If you got potatoes in there, oh, it's you know, it's just. You know, just keep eating till it's all gone. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's why I was looking at as far as why they put vegetables in it, and they're not making soup. Oh, okay. Because the carrots will uh, uh, tenderize that beef. Yeah, yeah. So you're saying your so your mom didn't put carrots in, but your grandmother did. And My so grandmother that's did. Because kind of- when I go over her house, we had beef, we had carrots. You know, mm-hmm. and my mom didn't have carrots in hers. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, it, it the taste was close, but the texture was different. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like you like your grandma's cooking more. Oh yeah, I mean, and I and I I guess because I always went on my grandmother's house in the summer. Okay. Because we didn't have time to during school. During the school year. School year, uh, going to see my grandmother in the summer was my vacation. You know. Ah. Because um, I got away from my house and my my siblings and my neighborhood, but I go to my I go to my grandmother's house, <clears throat> and and I normally stay there a month. You know, where was she in Mississippi? No, no, she was in Memphis. Oh, okay. She was just about on a different side of town. Different side of town, about ten miles away. About ten. Oh, miles. Okay. Yeah. Well, with someone with no car, ten miles away is is quite a distance. Yeah, but it was good to walk, of course. And 
I, I tell, <clears throat> tell the guys I go walking with now, I say, you guys, I've been walking all my life. And uh, until I started riding the bus, the only time I rode the bus is when I went to the movies. <laughs> if I had a quarter to, get, to, to have a bus there mm-hmm. and get a transfer back. Yeah, I had a bus there. Of course, there. you can't ride a bus for a quarter anymore. No. But um, I did mostly walking. And so um, when I got to my grandma's house, it was it was nice because I, I was hungry by the time, walk, walking 10 miles in the heat, the southern heat, mm. stopping under trees to get some little shade to cool down. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, and that all came natural because that's all we did. Yeah. It's just, it was the way of life. Yeah. I didn't have a bike. And um, um, that's why I like the outdoors to the point of just looking around and see what's going on. Mm-hmm. How's that? That makes sense. That was kind of your, that was your scenery. Yeah. And at home, you know, you, when you're used to seeing everything, you don't even bother looking. <laughs> you know. Right. You know. You're just, you're just going by. You're not really paying by, attention. You know? Yeah. I could probably close my eyes and tell you where everything was. Wow. <laughs> you know. I try to do that sometimes when I get lost. Yeah. What? So I, I try, try to be, you know, when you're aware of your surroundings and you're like, um, if my phone dies, I don't have GPS. Right. I try to like, you know, have that photographic memory of like, okay, I remember Landmarks, this area. Yeah. And Landmarks. Yeah. 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 So we're going to move on to the sunny report. Uh, where we're going to have our topic of the week. Topic of the week. And our topic of the week um, is the military. Oh. <laughs> um, That's going to be the topic of the decade. <laughs> well, I just want to—I just want to skim the surface. Depending on what you're asking, because there's a lot to talk about. In the military. I have—I have very specific questions. I figured you were going to say that, so I just—I'm <laughs> going to skim the surface because mm-hmm. I want to see. Like, I feel like I feel like your military life is like an iceberg. You know what I mean? It's like. I just want to get the tip of the iceberg because I know there's like miles deep underneath, you know? Miles. And I can't tell you in the secrets anyway. <laughs> Not yet. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> so um, I remember you, you were saying that you got uh, ended up getting drafted because you had a basketball scholarship for school, college. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And did you were you able to start the scholarship or were you immediately drafted before the scholarship started? Well, you got a little bit. Turn around. Okay. I was in school. Okay. And I was uh, I had a scholarship for school for uh, academics and athletics. Mm-hmm. When I got drafted, I lost Vietnam War. Vietnam War. I immediately. <laughs> <laughs> of course, you get it in the mail. Okay. So, you know, so you can act like you didn't get it for a little while because they give you a date to report, and if you don't report, uh huh. If you don't report, they come get you. Oh, okay. So the time I got it, anyway, I went to the to the Air Force recruiter uh-huh. and joined the Air Force. Oh, because my 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 uncles had been in my uncles had been in the Army. Uh huh. And they and they and they advised me not to go into the Army. Okay, so you went ahead and recruited yourself, basically. Yeah. Okay, in the Air Force. Then telling that I got my draft notice. Right. I just went and. And and join the Air Force. That's smart. Well, I, you know, sometimes I do smart things and don't even realize. It. 
<laughs> well, if you get drafted, does that mean you're automatically going to the army? Yeah. Okay. So you already knew like But I could not acknowledge it. Okay. I didn't acknowledge it. I went straight to the recruiter. Okay, so you already knew like, well, it's inevitable that I'm going to have to be in the military. So I might as well have a little control as to my situation. Had a plan. Right. Yes. Wow. That's, <laughs> that's very smart. Um, yeah. So when the Army called me up, I said, too late. I already signed up with the Air Force. And they said, oh, okay. That was it. Wow. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the, I mean, the Air Force... I guess we're at Air Force Family. So it's so funny, like when I have friends, because, you know, in Fayetteville, it's a military town because of Fort Bragg. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we have a lot of friends and and, and colleagues and stuff that are, mil- are Army, Special Forces, um, Marine. You know, my dad was a- And Air Force, too. Yeah, right. You know, my dad was a former Marine. Yeah. Sure. Just having those conversations, it's kind of like like clubs, you know, like, oh, I'm in the Army club, you know? Um, yeah. So I thought I always thought that was very interesting. Yeah. That um even even in the military there's like little clicks based off of uh what branch you're a part of, you know? Um, even the recruiter's office, you know, mm-hmm. they're like, Oh, come yeah. over here. No, come over here, you know. Right, right, right. What'd you say? I was gonna say we were talking about that this morning. Oh, really? Yeah, they were talking about um the difference in a lot of things between in the Air Force and the and the uh, and the uh, army. Okay. The Air Force has a better deal. Okay. Even though they're both, huh. even though they're both military, right? They they have a a different philosophy sure. on on people, and so uh, the army was is basically on the ground. Mm-hmm. You know, give you a rifle. You know, or you shoot where we tell you to. Okay. <laughs> where the where, where, where I have they, a lot of friends in the Navy that prefer the Navy. Yeah. Well, I, I didn't like the Navy. You know, I thought about it, but I really didn't like the Navy because uh, I didn't want to go out in all that water. Sure. And I surely didn't want nobody shooting at me while I'm out there and I couldn't swim. <laughs> <laughs> I said, well, we would have taught you how to swim. Yeah, well, anyway, I wasn't thinking about that. <laughs> but <laughs> And I didn't want to go on a submarine. Yes, I've heard I, horror stories. I did stories. not want to be under the water for a year or two yeah you know and uh, anyway uh i guess something i think i i end up where it was best for me so i think so so what did you do what in the military yes and and the um, air force yes well i get i started off in logistics okay and um basically uh carrying aircraft parts to different locations whoever needed them. They call it logistics. They call it uh, supply um, distribution. So I was kind of like all of them, Okay. you know, one person, you know, and, and I even had to um, um, uh, pull the parts in the warehouse. Oh, wow. You know, like you get an order, you go pull it. Yeah. You know, you know, you got screws and bolts and um, tires and aircraft wings or it, whatever. It sounds the case like a is. military IKEA. Yeah, yeah, and and you just go pull all the parts and you go and uh, um, check them out because uh-huh. we didn't have computers. 
Oh my gosh. We didn't have computers yet. So we had all this paperwork to fill out because we got this order, you know, and we would pull it and fill out paperwork, turn it in to the quartermaster, mm-hmm. you know, the head honcho over the warehouse. And then we had to go and deliver it to whatever shop, you know, Needed. we had to take it to. And then when we got to the shop, we had to make them sign for it, you know, and um, unload the truck or whatever. And um, it was just a complete cycle. Wow. Take it back. Take the receipt back to the warehouse where we, you know, pull the parts. And so they could keep track on who received what. Who's got what parts and who's using what. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of paperwork. That's a lot of paperwork. And so they they finally got us uh, some computers. I think it was in 70, 72. Okay. 73. Help out a little bit. And they said, this is going to this is going to make your job so much easier. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you just got a whole headache to I mean, I, I tell people all the time, computers are not always a solution because no, restaurants, not. you know, we have our POS systems and our card receivers. If the mm-hmm. internet is down, you can't right. put your orders in. The kitchen can't receive orders. You can't take payments. Um everything is shut down because the internet or the computer system shuts down. Right. Well, we didn't have internet. We just had computers. I know, but that's what I'm computers. saying, though. Is like just the yeah. whole system of electronics. If something goes right. wrong, you are at the mercy of you at the mercy of the computer. Right. And that's why all of most of the time the generals had the old way as a backup. Okay. If the computers break, you do it the old way. So paperwork you was know. still involved. <laughs> right. It just ended up with two things to do instead of one. <laughs> and I said, this is not working. That's funny. You know, because when, when, the, when the, you know, the, the, the computer went down because they were infant computers. Yeah, they're new. And, and they kind of assume how much uh, info it could hold. And you find out that it won't hold that much. And so now you got to go. <laughs> you got to go put it on some paper. Oh, my God. You know. And if it comes back up, you got to go back to the computer. No way. And later on, read read input. Read input because you had it on the paper. What you didn't put in there. Ugh, no. And I'm going like, this I'll is- never get off work. No, that's ridiculous. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. But even to this day, you know, it, we we got all these fast computers and everything. But um, um, uh, mankind being the way it is, they, they he still wants a record. Yeah. And even though you said, well, everything is stored on the disk, I don't care. Yeah. I want it right there. I need a hard copy. Yeah. I want a hard copy. Everybody wants a hard copy. But I'm going like, we got soft copies over here. And all you got to do, sir, is mm-hmm. put it up on the computer. Yeah. I don't have time for that. Go get me the paper. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no, I just want a hard copy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. Your rank was was master sergeant. Master sergeant, yeah. Is that's that's pretty that's pretty up there. Yeah, that's about two from the top. Wow, that's impressive. Two from the, yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, I sometimes I, I wish I had a, applied myself more, but you know, hey, it is what it is. Well, I mean, you also had a lot of other things going on too, so it's difficult to have that type of I, focus. 
Yeah, yeah. I had a lot of other things going on other than than the military. Right. You know. So I, I mean, I think the fact that you said that you didn't feel like you applied yourself fully and you still made it to that rank means that like you would have been like unstoppable. Yeah. You know. Uh, yeah, I go. I uh, what they call a chief master sergeant. Wow. Because they had chief, senior, master. Yeah. Then they had tech, staff. You know. That's uh, cool. Sergeant, uh, you know, as it went down. Yeah. Yeah. That's very impressive. Um, see, look at you, just impressive. Walking in the morning, master sergeant. Um, (laughs) so, uh, we'll, we'll get into another time about where, what you did and where you were traveling, but you were, had an opportunity to almost, well, pretty much travel the world. Yeah. Which. Sure did. In my other things, because I was in logistics, but. Um, I changed to administration after a while, and I changed to security after a while, and I changed to phys- physical security after a while. <laughs> I guess I was easily bored. I don't know. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> but um, you know, I, I, um, I, when a lot of people kept their same skill, I had four. Oh, awesome. So You wanted to keep so, busy. You know, I, yeah, because I got tired of, well, I got tired of doing the same thing. Yeah. With logistics, I got tired of driving. And with administration, I got tired of typing. <laughs> and with security, uh, it, it was different in that um, there were so many different kinds. Mm-hmm. You had physical security, and, and uh, I worked in, in mapping. Mm. I'll be talking about that. And so, so that required a different... Um, security clearance right you know and so i had to get more clearances and and anyway you kind of made yourself a really good asset though because you you had so many different because i had many outlets yeah as they call them yeah and so you know and and when not when my commanders and stuff found out about that of course they use them. They were like, all right, we're going to put them here. We're going to put them here. We're going to put them here. Yeah, yeah. You already been trained in this. We don't have to find somebody and train them. Yeah. You already been trained. We need you to take care of this. Awesome. So, yeah. So. That's cool, though. I mean, so, that's what makes you an asset in your in your workspace. So at least if you're, if you're going to yeah. have to go to work every day, you might as well be useful. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. And do something different. Don't do the same, same thing every day if you can help it. Right. You know? Yeah. That yeah. makes sense. Um. Yeah. So that I think we'll, we'll, I really want to get into family later um, and hopefully another episode, but I can only imagine raising a family and also having what it sounds like a pretty demanding job, how that mm-hmm. work-life balance could be a little, uh, well, I guess it's tiring. Yeah, tasking. I, well, yeah, tasking or tiring. Yeah, it, it, and it did sometimes, um, <clears throat> but it also opened doors uh, for me to 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 use, you know. And yeah. so I I was able to um, make what I was doing actually easier. Okay. One of my commanders, he said, "You ought to." be able to work yourself out of a job. You get so good at it, you got to move. Yeah. You know, 
because you're going to get bored. And I think that was what was happening with me. I, I was getting good at it and I was getting bored with it. Right. I needed a challenge. And so to get a challenge, I had to keep moving and, mm-hmm. and not necessarily physically moving, but, you know, around the base and stuff. And and it, it was good to be able to um, uh, use my experience to help others. You know, I, when I was um, um, working, I was also using my my experience and stuff to help other people. And and by doing that, uh, actually, that helped me learn about other other people's jobs. And so I could get my input, you know, if, if I had any. Uh, about their job, you know, you might want to think about this, you might want to think about that kind of thing, and um, I, um, I um, uh, got involved with the church too, so right. uh, that that opened doors and avenues, and so you know, actually, I was pretty busy. I was getting up in the morning and going to work, and coming home in the afternoon, and doing some uh, getting some dinner or something and then next thing i know i'm going back to work again you know wow. to about eight or nine o'clock a church didn't take that long but uh it, it was it was good it was fun um and uh and it was different so it helped yeah. my it helped my day be complete i guess you could say sure. you know so i i felt like i was accomplishing something um because i get easily bored <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, honestly, it sounds like this is why you nap so much now. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm catching up. No? <laughs> like, yeah, like, there's a lot. There's a couple of years of sleep that you missed out on. Yeah. So now you've got some time to <laughs> to, to, re, to catch up. Or now I got a little bit of time now, so um, I don't have to think. So I just you know I'm taking a nap because <laughs> I was always thinking. You know, yeah. I got to go do this. I got to go do that because I. Mm-hmm. I Cause I and I still do today. I hate being late for anything, mm-hmm. and so uh, I try to work everything and 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 schedule everything so that uh, uh, and not necessarily give it equal time, but give sure. it enough time to get it done. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And proper planning. I mean, that's what you're. That's what you were kind of made to do for yeah. years. It's just having that proper planning. So right. I can imagine kind of wanting to keep that same mindset throughout your day in general. Yeah. 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 Cause I mean, if you got, I mean, as I've heard <laughs> like mom and train, you know, like we had to get up, we had to do this and you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But with me having to be on time, they had to be on time. Right. And, and, and uh, with me having to have some, some order, they had to have some order. Right. You know, so uh, they benefited from, even though they didn't think so at the time. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. yeah. We're, all, we're all very organized people. Yeah. Yeah. Just, you know. Um, as I definitely think that kind of stems from it. You and, well, you and grandma, you're both very organized people in yeah. your own respects. Right. So I can imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I've been bullied into being organized. So. so okay well let's let's transition into our joint pain because i think this is kind of what it kind of goes into okay
um, we're going to talk about some difficulties of the military. Okay. So I have um, kind of like two two big questions. Okay. Um. So I was watching this TikTok. There's a guy on TikTok. His daughter interviews him because he's a former retired Russian spy for the U.S. Oh, okay. And so she asks him questions. Obviously, he answers them very particularly. Right. You know, but it's very interesting because I know um, last year she was like, hey, you know, do you ever think there'll be another World War Three? And he was like, I think it's going to happen sooner than you think. And so now, because of what's happening today, she's mm-hmm. not asking other questions. And he, you know, because he was a Russian spy, you know, so he knows. Right. He, he right. could tell in his face that he knows things, you know? Right, right. And he answers it very, very specifically, like, well, if you look at the past, like, you know, he kind of hints to public information mm-hmm. to kind of give his answer. So I always thought that was very interesting. Right. Um. So... Based off of your previous intel, would you have ever predicted what's happening today to like be a thing? Yeah, without a doubt. I always hoped that it wouldn't. Right. But as I um, grew and, and, and gathered more knowledge about uh, not the military, but about, about people, yeah, I saw that the possibility of of, of 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 another war was real easy because it just by by man's nature, sure, man's nature to own, you know, not just his but somebody else's control that money. immediately starts a fight because <laughs> you got to take something that belongs to somebody else and they're not gonna let you and see that's just putting it simple. But if you put right. that in military terms, it's like what's going on today. Um, uh, uh, Russia just taking over a country that wasn't even bothering them. Mm-hmm. You it's, know, it's money. Just, just leaving. Well, it's more than money. It's land too. Sure. And land, uh, uh, they look at it as a. Uh, you can use it uh, as a buffer. In World War One, they fought. Basically, for land and World War Two too, but you know, but that buff that land is is like okay, my line is up to here. However, I control you know the next ten miles, mm-hmm. and then you take over. Uh, that's where you are sitting, but that's mm-hmm. a buffer zone. You know, it's like uh, in the World War One they call it no man's land. Okay. You know, uh, but it's actually was a buffer zone is that, you know, it's not that we agreed not to fight in this zone. It's just uh, understood that that's where we're going to do most of our fighting because we don't want we don't want you to 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 destroy our stuff, you know. And so we're going to give you a buffer zone. Now, you have to be mindful. That's fact. But if. If the enemy takes over, takes over your buffer zone, then you got to regroup, fall back. I just don't. I'm just. I don't understand. Not that I don't understand war. I don't understand the. I just don't. I don't like it. I just. I obviously a lot of people don't like. No, it. nobody. And you know, but and the problem is that most people don't like it, right? War, but you have people that feel it's necessary to be able to dictate to others your desires to to own. Uh, I mean, you know, the earth is big enough for all of us, 
you know? But, and they don't act like it is. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, and it's, and the, same, like, it's yeah. the same big countries. And it's it's been going on for centuries. Like, you think, like, the people will just get over they it. They've been learning by now. Literally centuries, if not. Right. If not thousands of years, like even when you learn world history, like this has been going on, Aztecs, Mayans, Grecians, Romans, like they have been having even inner town wars, city wars, country wars, world wars forever. And I'm like, it doesn't make anything better because then you have all this reconstruction. You have to reignite your entire economy and your population. Like, yeah, the the the, uh, negative externality is just so bigger. For what? For for ego? <laughs> yeah, basically. Ugh. Uh, a, a paranoia. You know, they just, you know, just afraid that they're going to lose everything that they have. So while they can, they're going to take what you got. That's just so much money wasted. There's so many people. It there's is. so much more things you can spend on money. And I know people have a conversation, which we can talk about another time, about, like, you know, high military funding and things like that. And... Mm-hmm. Even that is sometimes confusing, which obviously we want to have support and we want to have protections and intel and all that stuff. But I don't necessarily think, I don't know, it's weird that, you know, all there's a lot of money, even in the U.S., that's spent on military when is, should there be a shift on spending money on other assets and opportunities for the people, not even just the American people, but just worldwide people. Like, I like, should there be more mm. money allocated for the benefit of everyone rather than this? Sure. I, and I believe that's that's a, cur- uh, uh, a good statement. That's a correct statement. However, man's nature was not going to let that happen. Mm. You see? So Why the reality is, I, this you, is what the reality is. Reality says, you know, that um, to, to people, the reality says we ought to help each other. But the 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 dark side of reality is that I don't have you do have I have the power to take it you don't have the power to keep it so I'm gonna take it wow <laughs> that's just a lot of darkness yeah yeah and I mean you know if you look at uh, uh Ukraine and, and you know, on TV you see now now if Russia gonna invade Ukraine why are you destroying every building that's there what are you gonna have to do when the war is over Right. Reconstruct. Reconstruct. And, and, and you know, that, that's, that's billions of dollars to destroy, billions of dollars to rebuild. So what's the point? Right. And then you're depending on your constituents, your military, your citizens yeah. for yeah. that process. Yeah. And then lots of countries are involved right now. So they're pulling yeah. resources out of their countries. You know, they're, it's a, it can yeah. be a bit, it's a, well, not can be, it is a bit of a mess. <laughs> It's a bit of a mess, and uh, unfortunately, Putin is is pushing it to the point that there's going to be a third world war. Because I I just don't think that people are going to be able to take so much more murdering and killing of children, women and children. Yeah. Because he's targeting. He, you don't hear him targeting. Yeah, the hospitals, military, like the hospitals military yeah, they 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 killing hospitals. They 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 destroying hospitals and nurseries and orphanages. That is so evil. Yeah, it's very sick. And 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 people are going to get tired of it, and they're going to say, "Hey, if you're going to do this, you know, 
we're going to have to bring the nukes. And that's just a whole nother problem. That's a whole nother problem. You know what I mean? Because that's not even, because even like, even right now, like people are, you know, protesting Russia and things like that. And there's a lot of constituents in Russia that have nothing to do with this, but they are being greatly affected. If nukes come out, that those are, those are still citizens that have nothing to do with this. And so I think that's my big frustration is that this is a very small group of people that have a problem with each other that control the buttons and the money and the power that make it a problem for everybody else. Make a problem for everybody. Even those who don't want to, don't even want to be in it. They, they're, they're, they're in it because um, of somebody's greed, but we're going to always have that. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, for sure. I do believe it's very obvious. Just man's nature. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So my last question of joint pain is uh, my joint pain. Okay. And I'm sure your joint pain. <laughs> and I want you to tell the listeners about the IBM story. Ah. It's short and sweet, but it's painful. Short and sweet. <laughs> ah. Ah. Yeah. And I wonder sometimes. Oh, I do too. Anyway, <laughs> I think I, I was in the military. Matter of fact, I think I was, mm-hmm. I'm having one of those great moments because I remember exactly where I was. <laughs> I was in, I was in Arkansas. I was in about 1975 or 76. And this guy came by the house. You know, how uh, a lot of things were done uh, by salesmen that were walking. Or at least walk in the area. Door to door. Anyway, he rang the doorbell. I came to the door, you know, and he, you know, introduced himself and all that kind of stuff. And and he said, you know, I'm selling stock. And I'm going like, I've heard that word before. <laughs> but I never gave it any consideration. I let him, I, I, no, I, he let him come in and, and he started explaining stock. And he was, he was selling stock for IBM. And IBM was what? A computer. Mm-hmm. And I was going like, hmm, I don't like computers. As we previously <laughs> you <know>? discussed. <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't like them. I use them, you know. And I had, matter of fact, I, this was early in my military life. And so I, I wasn't, you know, I'm going like, I felt like computers were going to die. We're going to go back to the old way. Well, they were brand new computers- for you. They were brand new. They're brand new, and they were creating a lot more work than I was doing. Sure. And I said, people are not going to like this. But anyway, he was he was going he was trying to sell me stock at, at one hundred dollars a share. Oh my God, Grandpa! I know I'm it. Paint all over again. <laughs> <laughs> at one hundred dollars a share, and you know, in the military, you could uh, have it come out of your out of your paycheck, mm-hmm. and you never see it. But you know, it's it's constantly being paid. And he one hundred dollars a month. You know, I was thinking like, man, a one hundred dollars a month was a lot of money back sure. then. But at the same time, um, 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 I wasn't interested. And, you know, if I had a even known a little bit, that's where uh, 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 the lack of knowledge can hurt this you. This is why we should have had a computer so you could have Google it. <laughs> I could have no. There was no Google. Then. I know what I'm saying. Like now, you could have had a computer to Google. Yeah, man. And I'm talking about. And anyway, and and he he stayed there about. He was trying his best to talk me into it. And I said, No, nah, man. Uh, uh, One hundred dollars a month, man. 
because I had very few bills and I wanted to keep it that yeah. way because I was I, w- I was only making about uh, maybe uh, three, three, maybe four hundred dollars a month. OK. And, and I had uh, two and had two kids. Well, yeah, if, if you're making that much, I mean, that's a huge chunk. That's a yeah, whole huge chunk. But um, anyway, I said no. And as time went on and I started getting more knowledge, <laughs> I'm going like, man. I wish that guy come back by here. <laughs> you should have called him back. I was like, yeah, you should have got his card. Got or something. his card or something, man. But I, you know, I just gave him a flat out no, you know. Mm. And and uh, I said, man, I think about that, man. Uh, and some people remind me every now and then. <laughs> me, I remind you. <laughs> I'm like, you know, twelve hundred dollars a month wouldn't hurt me. Yeah. Now. Can you imagine if you, because you don't have to put $100 every month in shares. Like you're just buying a group of shares for a certain period of time. Well, no, it was one, one, buying once a month. That's what he was saying. Right. But like there was no contracts. Like if you want to just buy five shares, that's five months, right? Right, right, right. But still, that amount of shares now, I mean, can you, like, I can't, I don't even want to think about it. It makes me sick. Oh! Yeah, yeah, me too. I think about it. I'm going like, man, I could be filthy rich right no, now. No, filthy, I, like, like, ugh. But it would have been more than IBM because I'm sure it would have grown to other, because co- yeah. computers just took off. IBM was, took off, it yeah. was, IBM was new, and that's mm-hmm. one reason I was kind of hesitant. Sure. You know, I'm going like, buy shares, Yeah. bad decision. That's all right. I was scared. It's, it's, I was scared because, you know, again, I was new, uh, newly married, you know, had a baby, and I'm going like, man, I can't, I can't take this chance. You know, you it's know. a it's a risk. It's a it's a high risk, especially like so. If you had like you know hundred dollars to spare in your savings, you probably would have been like, ah, oh, whatever, you know, we'll find out. Right. But right. if you're living within certain means, then yeah. you can't afford that risk. We could have afforded a lot of risk now, but it's okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I had to get off the right? Huh? Yeah. I mean, we all do, right? Yeah. Yeah. Woulda, coulda, shoulda. Yeah. 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 That's so funny. Yeah. Okay. We're going to get to our, our last big segment, which is bubble wrap. Pop it. Okay. Pop culture in the category of military. Um, so right. this will be just a really, a really quick bubble wrap. It's more fun facts okay. that I found. Um, so okay. I found. A lot of celebrities that you know uh, were service were service members of the military. Um, there's a huge number, actually, when I was doing my research, of people that are now celebrities, actors, whatever, that have, were in the military at one point in time. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the ones I found that you know were also kind of around your age range, so I presume were also drafted. Yeah, more likely, yeah. So um, one that popped up, uh, was Elvis. He was drafted for the Army. Yeah. Jimi Hendrix, he was in the Army, but he wasn't drafted. He got into a lot of trouble, and they told him jail or military. Oh, okay. Yeah. Tom, Tom Selleck was drafted. I didn't know that. <clears throat> uh, Morgan Freeman was a part of the Air Force. Did you get to meet him? Yeah, I knew that. Did you meet him? No, I never met him. Oh. No, I didn't meet him. But, yeah, I knew that, yeah. Willie Nelson yeah. was in the Air Force. The, that I was, a, was a surprise. That was. I was surprised. I said, Willie Nelson. I, I think he was. Uh, I think he. I think he left for a, an injury. I think. I think that's what I read. That he left from injury. Oh, okay. Um. 
Johnny Carson was in the Navy. Uh, yeah, I think he said that on TV or something. Man. I'm sure he did. I'm sure he did. Yeah. Jackie Robinson was in the Army. Yeah. My personal favorite, Rihanna, the singer. Oh, she was in the military? She's from Barbados. She was in the Cadet Corps. Right. Which would kind of be like our ROTC program, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. A little more advanced than that. So like, kind of like almost like basic training, but before you actually enlist. Mm-hmm. Um, when she was a teenager. So I guess it would be ROTC. Yeah. And then she ended up going to the States, you know, for music. But yeah, she was considering, uh, she was in the process of joining the um, Barbados, mili- one of the Barbados military branches. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so I thought that was interesting too. But a lot of, a lot of fellow military folks. So, I mean, you guys are everywhere, especially like in North Carolina and things like that. It's, it's, um, I like when I was in Los Angeles, we didn't have a military base. I think it was like an hour and a half away, the closest one. And I have friends that were in the military and I'm like, oh man, I wish I could go to the commissary and get some good groceries. Cause y'all have the best cheap groceries. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, was, I mean, yeah, that was our lifeline for obviously for good reason, you know, having those lifestyle opportunities of having you know, less expensive groceries and cheaper gas. And I even remember we used to go on base and go to the movie theater and go bowling and it was always cheaper. Mm-hmm. And so I always had a good time. <laughs> the, <laughs> swim, the, the swimming pool, you know, the rec center there. I I used to, I love the swimming pool. There. Right. Um, so that was always fun. Just being able to have the opportunities to go on base with you guys. Um, just cause I, I mean, I wouldn't be able to get it by myself, but, um, it's a whole do. It's a whole different like world yeah, there, you know. Yeah, well, it is. It is. It is. It's a. It's a. It's a uh, uh, your grandma likes to use the term. It's a different society. <laughs> right. It's like all the others, but it was more uh, structured and more peaceful. I think, um, and uh, more togetherness. Okay. Because when, because when society, the real society. Uh, with that, like what I grew through, there was a lot of uh, uh, prejudices and things like that. And mm-hmm. in the military, um, you, you, you just couldn't afford prejudice, right? Because if there was a war, you got to fight together to win the war. Mm. You can't go in there separate. So you know, and and the military learned that, you know, um, uh, right at uh, in. In uh, Korea and and uh, Vietnam, mm. that you know, uh, there's too much division uh, uh, for us to 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 win uh, uh, easily than we did. Yeah, because of the because um, you know the distrust among you got distrust among members. Yeah, your own constituents. You know, yeah. And, you got you got problems. You really got problems. So, uh, I, I I always thought about the family unit mm-hmm. in the military, but but because uh, all the blacks were we 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 were together, the whites were together, the Hispanics were together, the Puerto Ricans were together, the yeah. Italians were. It had all these different entities in the military, mm. but then when we were called to fight, we had to get along. Mm. But we all stayed apart no, during a normal day. Time. Yeah, except when we were working, we had to work together. Yeah, you know. But you you understood that when when work was over, you went to separate ways, hmm. and you stayed separate. 
Like that, you guys stay away from uh, uh, us and we stay away from you. And, you know, because we don't want you talking to our women. That's so incredible that that even in that, those tight corners of of society where the entire point is a common goal that even the Mm -hmm. day-to-day societal problems would still be as important. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And it still exists. Oh yeah, even I know that. that. Even in the yeah. church, churches and everything, in the same way. Wow. It's still, you know, separatism. That's crazy. You know, uh, I mean, it's getting less and less, but it still exists. Yeah, that's what it is. It, 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 it's, it's, I, t- I tell people, uh, it's gonna still take a long time. Yeah, we got a long way to go for people to trust one another. You know. Yeah. You can have as many. Many white friends and many black friends or Hispanic or whatever the case may be, but there's still that distrust there. And that's what's, what's hurting all of us. Yeah. I mean, I was, it's kind of off topic, but I was watching West Side Story, uh, the new one yeah. that just came out. And it, mm-hmm. the conversations, I mean, these were back in the early 1900s, you know, uh, that it set in. But the conversations that they were still having are still relevant today mm-hmm. the racial mm-hmm. divide and things like that are so relevant today and i right. was like that's so frustrating that like this movie depicts a time that is so long ago but right. the, the arguments and the and the distrust and the hatred is still very much existing in present time very much alive yeah right yeah okay so we're gonna wrap it up we'll do our word up, word up. we're gonna make it okay so, Grandpa, what do you got for me today? No speeches. Uh, <laughs> Matthew 6, 33. Uh, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. For a subject, if, real quick, um, wearing too many hats. Mm. Okay. And we all know what that means. We got so many hats, and each hat, is a task or or job or or concern that we we all lump together in every day's work they they hinder us from completing anything uh most of the time because we have too many hats and you know uh today i mean this minute i'm a mother next minute i'm a shopper next minute i'm a doctor next minute I'm the police. Next minute, I'm a peacemaker. Next minute, I'm a social worker, you know, and so forth. And what happens is we don't um, have any foundation on all these hats that we have. But these hats are taking up our time. And uh, God says here uh, in in the Gospel of Matthews, with all of this, it's like he already knew we're going to have this problem. Hmm of having too much to do and trying to, what's the word we're using now? Um, Multitask. Multitask. He said, but first seek ye the kingdom of God and all these things will be added unto you. All these things that we're concerned about, all these things we're trying to do, all these things we're trying to satisfy. But if we just seek God and do what God has us to do, all these other things that we're concerned about, We'll have plenty of time and we'll have plenty of guidance 
to complete them when we seek God, because God will do what? God will help us. But when we leave God out, all these tasks are just going to become overwhelming. Some mm. people can't help, can't, can't, some people can't deal with being overwhelmed. Yeah. And so um, uh, um, they get full of anxiety, you know, uh, and uh, distrust because, you know, what you're, tr- you're, you're trying to stop me from doing this. I'm, no, I'm not. I'm just trying to help. But you, you I'll be on the right path. Yeah. You know, so, you know, uh, set our paths toward heaven and the things of heaven. And then we will be um, uh, happier. We'll be more complete because we'll be complete in our what we want to do because we had help in doing it because uh, like uh I, I don't want to get into marquise but marquise doesn't like for anybody to help him because he figured he can do it all mm-hmm. <laughs> you know but you find out that you're going to yeah, run out even the smartest people you're going to run out of smarts yeah you're just going to need help it's going to be something out there you don't know and you're going to need help right and so uh God, God advises us to seek him first, seek his help, and then we'll get all the other help we need. But if we seek it on our own, he's, he's not going to interfere with us. Like my ma- major trying to eat my beef jerky. <laughs> um, <laughs> I saw you. <laughs> well, thank you for that. I think that's really something for us to take, take through for the week, um, thinking about the multitasking yeah. and all the things that we have to do day to day and um yeah. setting, in, setting the right intentions we can, for it. we can do it but yeah. you know we need to slow down i agree well yeah. um chill what <laughs> chill oh chill yes <laughs> chill, yeah take it to feel chill. well that's chill. that's the week grandpa okay we did another week i was wondering i was wondering if we were gonna miss this week no i was on it i mean I, I, i've been traveling I know. i've been out of state and traveling and i know yeah, I know. That's why I was wondering. I was saying, "Man, oh, man, uh, we got to do a lot of makeup. We got we got to do like the game shows on TV." Oh, going back to back three to or back. Four shows no, no, we're still on yeah. track. We're still on track. Okay. Um. Okay. Our fourth uh-huh. episode went out yesterday, and so got you know great. Everyone's loving it. So, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna think I'm gonna put make an email to like people that can ask questions. I'll I'll stay tuned with that, but we'll see we'll we'll see as it go. Oh, um, okay, yeah, yeah. But uh, uh, you might you might want you you want to get the family out of the way first. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I get a lot. I get a lot of reviews. I get a uh, I get a lot of a lot of input based internally. <laughs> um, but. Well, I hope you have a great week. I, I think I'll, I'll probably see you in person next week for sure. Okay. All right. All right. All right. That'd be nice. That'd be nice. Okay. Well, well, but you know, all this modern technology, <laughs> we, you know, it's not a problem. Yeah, we got it. We got it. We can, what they call it? We could um, video text or video. Yeah, video chat, FaceTime. Yep. Video chat. That's what they call it. Chat, not text. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, have a great week, everyone, and uh, we'll see you next Thursday. Yeah, it'd be good. Take care. (laughs) Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Stop eating my snacks. I'm sorry. Maze at it again. Don't take my snack, please. (laughs) 
recorded in front of a live audience, aka our producer and my little sister, Maisha Parrish. Special thanks to our creative directors, Letitia and Shanita Parrish. Shout out to our sound engineer and editor, Stephen Kinzorski. If you liked today's episode, please rate us on Apple Music or wherever you listen to your podcast.